Well, tonight, folks, I'm going to be dealing with a topic entitled, You Are the Light. And we've often had this concept in the Bible of light versus darkness. And most of us have had the concept, and it is correct, where it says that we've been moved from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of, God, uh, into the kingdom of light. We've moved from being under the influence of the demonic or Satan's rule into God's kingdom and His rule. But I want to deal with something specifically tonight. I want to take it a bit further than that. And I want to show you some scripture about how is it that we as Christians who are in the light can still be in darkness. And I'm going to show you tonight how that so many of us are still walking in areas of darkness in our lives. And I need you to deal with this thing. As much as you deal with it, I need to deal with it on a daily basis. And tonight I want to deal with how do I actually walk in the light of God? How do I stay in the light of God? So let's just get going. In Psalm 119 verse 130, I want you to take notes and bring your Bibles with or your iPads or whatever you use because I want you to get into the Word with me. I want you to get into the Word because this is critical stuff, folks. This is going to help you in your Christian walk. Because so many of us have become very religious. What do I mean by that? People know the Word, but they don't do the Word. We all know scripture, we've heard it before, but we don't actually do it. The minute you get to that place, you are ending up in a religious place. And so I want us to get past the religious thing. We actually want to live this thing. I want to see stuff happen in Jesus' name. Come on, every single one of us want to see miracles happen on a weekly basis. I want to see the power of God moving in your life every single week. Every time I get there, there should be something changing in your life. If you are in the same place after a year than what you are now, then I have not done a good job. Why? Because I should be giving you enough truth to make you free. The Bible says you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. So every time we get together, there should be a change. There should be a place where we are getting closer to the Lord Jesus Christ, carrying more of the authority of God, and doing what God has called us to do in Jesus' name. So, you are here for a reason. Your reason is to get equipped so that you can function in what God has called you to do. So, let's have a look at Psalm 119 verse 130. The entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. Now I want to make a statement here, and this is the key of what I want to say. If you stick to the Word of God, it brings light into your life. The Word of God is always going to bring light into your life. But there are so many of us that have got darkness operating in our lives. So what is darkness if we sit down and say that the Word of God is light? Well, I'm going to deal with that now. 1 John chapter 5 verse 19 says this, We know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness, or in darkness. In other words, Satan controls the entire world. Now I want you to sit down and take note of this. It's very important. How does somebody who does not know God operate their lives? How do they operate? They are going to operate in the natural. You agree? Alright, so how do they operate in the natural? They are going to operate on their five senses. 
Whatever they see, touch, feel, taste, they are going to make a decision out of that information and they're going to operate like that. But yet the Bible says that if you operate like that, you are in darkness. You are in darkness. Only when the Word of God comes into your life do you have light. So what happens is this, is a lot of us, and I want to make it very simple, a lot of us get born again. How many of us have got born again? Have you accepted Jesus Christ in your life? Okay, it's scary, half the church isn't saved. Put up your hand, have you accepted Jesus Christ in your life? Alright. Alright, I've just had revival. Now, When I get born again, I move from the control of the darkness into His marvelous light. And what does that mean? It means the Word of God is now operating in my life. The Word of God has come into my life. I have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm now saying that God, Your rules now apply to my life. But here comes the problem. How many of us, even though we say we follow the Word of God, still rely on our senses? How many of us, whenever there's a problem, we still go back to what we think is a good plan? Come on. I heard somebody the other day, and I really appreciated this. Everybody has a medicine cabinet in their house. If you're sick, your first recall is dive to the medicine cabinet. The guy said that you should open the medicine cabinet, there should be a King James Bible inside. Why? Because you should be getting the Word of God first, and that is why we've given you magnets on your fridges, so that if you need something, you phone me immediately. You phone immediately. Why? Because we need to get the Word in first, before you deal with the natural. And so what is happening is this, is that the church of Jesus Christ has been conned. What have we said? We have been taught this. You use your brain, operate the best that you can, and do what you can, make a living, survive, but just add Jesus to your lifestyle. Come on, who's been taught that? Okay, you you know, a lot of Christians, when you sit down and say to them, how do I deal with this thing? They go, well, God's given you a brain, so use it. I've used that so many times. Okay? And I've had it said to me so many times, listen, you've got to just make the best of what you can do, and God will lead you on the way. No, that's not the Word of God, folks. Because your natural senses is limited to what's going on around you. You don't know what's going on in the future. You don't know what's coming down the road. But God knows. So I need to move away from this. I need to move to where God is dealing with me all the time. Where God is speaking into my life all the time. Where God is showing me what to do. Even though it makes no sense to everybody else. So if I say that I'm of the light, I need to be connected to the Word of God. Because the minute I have the Word of God operating in my life, and genuinely operating in my life, I am then going to be in the light. So let's go through some scripture. There's some really radical scriptures to back up this concept now. And I want you to take it out of the concept of this. If I'm in the light, I am controlled and operated by the word. Whatever God says settles it. If I'm in darkness, I'm controlled by my senses. I'm running my life by my senses. Now let me tell you something. Most of us have separated church on Sunday from work on Monday. When you sit down in church, you sit down and go, Hallelujah, I thank you for the word, I thank you God for leading me, I thank you for the anointing, Lord I just love you. And then Monday morning, yes, no chanos And now when you get to work, 
you go and throw out all of your spiritual leading. You throw out all of the scriptures. That was never intended to be the way that God operates. God says that you must go and have dominion over this earth. How are you going to have dominion only on Sundays? I need to go into my workplace and say, God, give me a revelation on how to do this. Lord, let me get your word and your heart and your mind on this thing. Whatever decision I need to make it work, let it be a spiritual one, let it be a godly one that is going to change and affect the business. Whether you are working in the business or whether you own the business, both can be affected because you are there. Look at Joseph when he worked for Potiphar. The place was blessed because he was there. Remember the story of um, Isaac. Because he was there, the whole place got blessed and got multiplied. So wherever you go, there can be a blessing, a spiritual anointing on your life that can change everything. As long as you are not relying on your senses. So let's go to Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to give you quite a bit of scripture tonight because I want this thing to get gripped in your spirit. Matthew chapter 6, 22 to 23, it says this. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, the whole body will be full of light. Now what does that mean? It means what am I focusing on? What am I looking at? Am I looking at the natural or am I looking at the Word of God? Am I looking at the Word of God against and contrary to what I see in the natural? You see, whatever you look at is going to determine what is inside. And if I'm focusing on the Word and I'm saying, God, your Word has a supernatural ability to change the natural, I am going to be full of light. I'm going to be full of the power of God and I'm going to be able to do things that nobody else can do. Everybody else will be going through a recession or going through problems, but supernaturally God is going to sustain me and pull me through stuff that nobody else has been able to do it. Why? Because they're relying on the natural senses. Right, let's look at verse 23. But if the eye is bad, what does that mean? If I go into the natural, the eye is bad, the whole body is full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness... How great is that darkness? In other words, what does it mean? It means, I am, here I am as a Christian. I love the Lord and I listen to God on church. I hear the word. And then on Monday, I go straight back to my senses. I try and work it out. And I end up with such darkness. And the Bible says, how great is that darkness after I've experienced the light? If your light is in your heart, is darkness. In other words, if I have relied on the natural senses, I am not going to make it. Why are you not going to make it? Because the Bible says that Satan controls the world. And Satan controls the senses. Satan controls the environment. You cannot fight Satan on the same turf. Because you will not make it. You have to come in with a supernatural. You have to come in with the power of God to turn the natural. And we have got to start turning things around by the Word of God. Wherever we go, as I get the Word of God in me, I get filled with light, and that light then starts releasing power, and that starts changing the natural. Psalm 119, 105. It says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. What does that mean? It means, wherever I have the word, I know where to go next. Now, listen to this. If you don't have the word, guess what? You are in darkness. You don't know where to step next. How many times have you been and you've got to make a decision? You don't know, you make the statement, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what else to do. I don't know where to go next. 
Your natural senses have got you bound up and caught into a place where you don't know what the next step is. How many times have I heard this from businessmen? I don't know what to do next. I don't know where to turn. I don't know what to do. Why? Because you don't have the light inside there to show you your next step. You are in darkness. That darkness of the world is now consuming you. It is now getting into your spirit. It is now getting into your life. And you don't know where to go next. And so we've got to be very careful that as Christians, we don't operate in darkness. We have got to stay with the light. And God's word is a light unto my path. I will know where to go next. God, I thank you that you're going to show me where to go. Lord, your word has promised me this. As soon as you keep quoting scripture and start using the word of God as your yardstick. You see, once you are in the light, there is no other option other than the word of God. God's word is the final and the highest authority. And guess what? Your emotions don't match it. How many times do you end up sitting down in a situation where your senses have brought you to a place that your emotions are totally wrecked and you're in a panic situation that you even go against God and say, well, God, you're a liar. This doesn't work. Your word doesn't work. Your promises don't work. This is not happening. And you're sitting down and God's saying to you, listen, I need you to get to the place we are not relying on the natural. That your emotions have got to submit to the word of God. Your life has to submit to the Word of God. Guys, this is not easy. This is where the Bible says that you need to present yourself a living sacrifice. You've got to die to yourself. You've got to say, God, I don't feel like this, but in the name of Jesus, I'm going to submit to your Word. Amen? Look at Isaiah chapter 8 verse 20. I hope you're writing these down. It says, To the law and to the testimony... If they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. If you do not speak according to the word of God, it is because there is no light in you. Now that is a scary scripture. How many Christians even quote the scripture when they're in a secular environment? Or where you sit down in your normal life? Most Christians don't even take time to memorize scripture. Most Christians don't even have a clue what the Bible says. I want to tell you right now, we have got to change that in our lives. As for this church, this church must be known as men and women who know the Word of God, who will submit to the Word of God, who know what God wants in your life. We need to start striving to get away from darkness. We cannot be doing the same that everybody else has done because you're going to get the same results. If you want to sit down and turn things around in this city, you have got to start changing the way that we do things. We have got to start getting back to the Word and saying, God, give us an answer. Give us a revelation on this thing. Give me a spiritual answer to a natural thing. And so God can start giving us stuff so we can start turning things around in Jesus' name. I'm not satisfied with us just getting the same results. I want men and women that are going to stand there and be victorious in Jesus' name. Not because you are clever, but because you've applied the word of God into your situation. Because the power of God is flowing through you, and because you have the authority, and when you speak, you will change the atmosphere, and change the very temporal thing around you to be a spiritual one, so that God can be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Okay? So I don't want to stay the same. I don't want the same results for Port Elizabeth. I want to see Port Elizabeth blessed and prosperous in Jesus' name. But we have to start dealing with the issues that are stopping us. Next one, John chapter 12, verse 46. Jesus says, I have come as a light into the world, and, what, and whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. So what is that saying? You can believe in Jesus and abide in darkness. Jesus said that. He says, whoever believes in me, listen to that carefully, whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. That means that you can. I want to tell you right now, there's many men and women that are radically born again. I love the Lord Jesus Christ, but I am still in total darkness. I am still allowing the world to dictate the way that I operate and the way that I do things. I want to tell you right now, we need to start getting radical. We need to start being different. We need to start pushing in. Even if you start off with one thing and say, God, in this area of my life, I'm going to get a spiritual answer in Jesus' name. I'm going to push in with you. I'm going to quote scripture. I'm going to get the word of God operating in my life so that there is light. And that light is going to push out darkness. What does it mean to push out darkness? It means that I'm being led by the Spirit and I'm not being led by my senses. The Spirit of God is genuinely leading me and showing me what to do. Let me tell you something, if you get that right, you will be head and shoulders above everybody else around you. They will look at you and say, I don't understand it, but wherever you go, things are happening. Whatever you say, stuff happens. But we need to hang around you because there are results. You see, it's very important that you understand this. That when you go and do something, the power of God can be flowing through you. And God wants to use you as an example. You know, I really enjoy the story in Daniel of the ten young boys that go there. Or not ten, there's more than them. But the young boys. And it says that they were ten times wiser than anybody else in the kingdom. Ten times sharper than anybody else. Let me tell you something, that says a lot. And where did they get it from? They got it from the Lord themselves. And they were so sharp that nobody else could match them. You see, the thing is this, is the Bible says that we are not supposed to be relying on our senses. We can't do it in ourselves. You are supposed to overcome. And the only way you're going to overcome is when there is a supernatural thing operating in your life. You are not going to do it in your own strength. Your own strength is limited. Your own strength is limited by your upbringing, by your abilities, by your schooling, by your peers, by your culture. All sorts of things limit you in your, in your training. But supernaturally, nothing limits you. And remember that you're dealing with a creative God. So if there's anything that's in the way, God can sort it out in Jesus' name. 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 to 6. This is the message which we have heard from Him and announced to you, that God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him, and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. How's that? We say that we, we walk in light, we walk with God, but yet we are walking in darkness, we are actually lying. This is very serious, folks. Just about every one of us need to start repenting. Come on. 
How many of us are genuinely sitting down and saying, God, I rely on you daily. I'm asking you for the word of the Lord in my situation. I'm asking you to show me which way to go. I need to be led by the Spirit of God and not on my natural mentally, uh, mental state, my five senses, my training, my upbringing, all of these things. Let me tell you something. As clever as you are, the Bible says that that is foolishness. The wisdom of man is foolishness with God. Why? Because it is much stronger in what God has for us. I want to see where men and women can be led of the Spirit of God. Genuinely led of the Spirit of God. Where we start seeing breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough. Against the natural. Everybody else says it can't be done. You hear from God and God says yes it will be done. Come on. Why must we only see the testimonies in the Bible? Why can't it be that men and women start rising up and that Paul Elizabeth get known that there's something happening in P that we can't explain? Why can't it be that we push in and say, God, I'm going to start serving you properly. I'm going to take your word as the highest authority. I'm going to apply it in my life and I'm going to see it happen. John chapter 12 verse 35. Jesus said unto them, For a little while longer the light is among you. Walk while you have light, so that darkness will not overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he goes. He who walks in darkness does not know where he goes. How many people do not even have a clue with what God has called them to do? How many people are walking around and just going, well, let's just go from paycheck to paycheck. Oh, well, let's just make it. Let's just try and get a better job so we can do something. Let me tell you something. That is somebody who is walking in darkness. When you walk in light, God can reveal exactly what He has for you. God can reveal exactly where He wants you to go. God can reveal exactly what He wants you to do. I want to tell you right now, we can change Paul Elizabeth if we start applying the Word of God in our lives. 1 John chapter 2.11 The one who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. What does that mean? It means when you start dealing with stuff, and this even talks about your love walk, when you're sitting down in the natural, how many times do you think it's fair to not like somebody who's done you wrong? Come on, it seems logical, it seems fair. The guy's done me wrong, I don't like him either. You know? And so the Bible says you can't do that. Why? Because you have now gone against the light, the Word. The Word says, forgive those that have done you wrong. See, the minute you deal with logic, you are against the Word. You cannot do things that are logical. You cannot do things that you seem right. The Bible says that the things that seem right to, to man is enmity against Christ. In other words, it's against God's way, but it seems right to man. It seems like this is the way to go. It seems right the next step to do. And yet it's against what God wants. I want to encourage us tonight to change the way that we are operating. And it's a huge ask. I'm telling you right now, for years we've been operating in a certain way. Come on, how many of you have been told that when you left school, get yourself a degree and then get a good job? Come on, that's a logical thing to do. But nobody actually stops and says, okay, God, what do you want for this child? God, what do you want for this child? You've given this child specific giftings, specific callings. What do you want? Where do you want this child to go? You see, we need to understand that God has got a plan for everybody, but there's many people who never find that plan. 
Never discover their plan. Never fulfill what God has. And you know what? They are so unfulfilled in what they are doing on this earth. So we need to sit down tonight and say, God, from tonight, help us to start moving towards the light. Help us to start moving towards your word. Where your word comes into my life. And not only does it bring me deliverance. Not only does it bring me peace. Not only does it give me direction. But it gives me a supernatural power. That I can influence everything around me in Jesus name. If you're a businessman, there could be supernatural deals coming your way. If you're an employer, you could sit down and say, God, because I'm here, this company is blessed. And people around you will see the difference. They will physically see it because you've got the word of the Lord on your hands. As you speak it, you could go to the director or whatever and say, listen, God showed me that this company should do this or whatever. Even if they don't listen, when they see it happening and it could have been true, they go, yes, maybe we should listen next time. Come on. Why is it that we have to rely on circumstances to lead us? We can rely on the Spirit of the Lord. That's why the Bible says, He that is led of the Spirit of the Lord are the true sons of God. They are the ones that walk in the light. They are the ones that sit down and say, God, I am not going to rely on the darkness system. The darkness system is limited. The Satan's system is limited. Only the power of God can change that. Our challenge is this. Which way are you going to go? Am I going to do this way? And let me tell you something. The senses are so easy. Come on, we've been trained since small how to do this. Come on, we've been trained. How many of us have been brainwashed? This is the way to go. This is what you need to do. This is the next step. You know, I mean, it's just one thing. I mean, let me tell you something. You try and change this, and especially if you've got parents or folks around you that don't understand this, they are going to kick against you so fast and so hard. Come on, especially some of the religious folk. You know, who know the Bible, who don't apply anything. And so, you're sitting here and you're going, this is what I've been doing all my life. Some people only get born again in their 20s. So for 20 odd years they've been ruled by their senses. And now to change it is not going to be easy. So this is where we start. God, I take one area in my life. Don't try and change your whole life. Say, God, let me start in one area. In this area I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe your word. I'm going to get scripture to back this area that I want changed. And I'm going to start speaking it day and night. And I'm going to say, God, I thank you. Your word says that I must meditate on your word day and night. In other words, keep reading it over and over and over. What does it do? Every time I read it, I start believing it. The more you read it, the more you believe it. That's called faith. It starts growing in your heart. So don't go and take the whole Bible and try and quote it. Take one scripture even for one situation and say, look, I'm dealing with this thing. Let's say it's sickness. I'm trusting you for a healing, supernatural healing. Here's the scripture. And you start quoting it over and over and over in your life. There's a very nice scripture that you can use where it says that the spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you and can quicken your mortal body. What does it mean? It can quicken the time of natural healing. In other words, it can do it quick. You see, the problem is this, is when you're dealing here in the, in the natural, you are putting long periods of time for supernatural stuff that can happen quickly. In other words, let's take the natural thing. I go and break a leg. Now, how long does it take to heal a leg? Three months, for example. I don't know how long. Three months? 
Okay, God six weeks. Okay, but yet, supernaturally it can be done in ten seconds. Do you understand? We need to start trusting God for supernatural speeding up of all sorts of things. And so, even when it comes to the natural things that you're busy with, you could trust God for a supernatural intervention in them. And so, I want us to go and take a scripture and say, God, this area I want to change. He has the promise. If you've got prophetic words over something, you take the prophetic words and say, God, I'm going to use this. I'm going to fight with this thing. I'm going to give because the prophetic word is God's word over your life. So you use that as if it was the Bible. You say, God, I thank you. This prophetic word is the word over my life. You said it. I'm going to use it. And I'm going to stand on this thing until this thing changes in Jesus' name. And God, I thank you for wisdom. I thank you for inspiration. I thank you for leading of your spirit to be able to turn this situation around. And you keep trusting God for that thing until you see the turnaround. Then you start with the next one. See, eventually we're going to start creating a lifestyle of hearing God and not relying on what we think. And when you do that, you're going to start seeing the results. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you right now that you are moving by your Spirit in each one of our lives. Lord, I thank you that we are not going to continue operating in darkness. Lord, that we are not going to continue operating in a place where we don't know where to go or what to do next. Lord, I thank you that your Word says that your Word is a lamp unto my path. And a, a, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Lord, I thank you right now that your word says that if we need wisdom, we can ask for it. Lord, I thank you for supernatural impartation and supernatural guidance in our lives in Jesus' name. Lord, that we will not rely on the natural anymore. Lord, that we will not rely on our senses. But Lord, we will trust a supernatural God with a supernatural means to change the natural in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that you are going to bring us to a place where we are truly Spirit-led. Lord, that we are led by the Holy Spirit showing us what to do, telling us what to do, revealing to us what the next step is. Lord, that even if it doesn't make sense to people or even to ourselves, Lord, that we will be obedient to your word and we will do what you are telling us to do in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that where the things are in our word, in your word that we can do, Lord, I pray right now that we will be stirred up to be obedient to your word. Lord, the things that are clear instructions to us, Lord, I pray that we will start doing them in Jesus name. Lord that we will see the power of God operating in our lives and Lord that we will push back every bit of darkness out of our lives out of our family's lives, out of our workplace in Jesus name. Father I thank you that you're going to raise up men and women in this city that are not going to be the normal men and women but God men and women who know their God and know how to hear God and will do great exploits in Jesus mighty name. We release the power of God, we release the blessing of God and Lord I thank you right now that each and every one of us will repent right now. Lord, we say sorry that we have relied on the carnal man. Lord, that we have relied on the natural so many times. Lord, I pray right now that you'll stir us up. Lord, that we will rely on the Spirit of God. Lord, that we will rely on your word and we will apply it in every situation. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 
Thank you, folks, for listening to today's message. I trust that you are blessed by it. If you would like to receive these message links directly to your phone, please WhatsApp me on my direct number, 082-659-2224, or if you have any questions that I might be able to help you with. And remember that we've got many, many other resources available for you. So please have a look at our website, www.fathersheart.co.za. Also, subscribe to our podcast by going to iTunes and search for Arthur Frost and subscribe to my sermons podcast. May we be richly blessed as we apply the truth of God's word as he reveals it to us. Many blessings and God bless.